1: in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called coach I gotta ask
0: you this out there Christian America
1: it's time for pass the salt with a coach Dave Dobbenmer well
0: you know I work really hard to try to remain humble those of you who watch regularly uh, know how how hard I work trying to be humble but I, I got I gotta brag about something this weekend I just found I didn't know about my My sister-in-law, Susie, said, Dave, did you see the dispatch, Columbus Dispatch? She said, sent me a text yesterday. I said, no, Columbus Dispatch. She said, oh, you got to see the Columbus Dispatch. Well, I go online to the Columbus Dispatch, and, of course, it's not there, whatever it is she's talking about. And um, so I drove – this is amazing. I drove up the top of the hill to buy a Columbus Dispatch Sunday edition. I I wouldn't give those guys a nickel. I don't give them a nickel, but I thought, all right, Lord – I'm gonna give him a dollar and a half, whatever it is for that paper. Cause it's got all those coupons and everything. I'll give him a buck and a half. Because I gotta read this article where where uh, I'll get to in a second. So I, I drive all the way up top of the hill, get out of my car, walk in. There's one one newspaper left, one Columbus Sunday Sunday dispatch. I pick it up, I give it to the guy. Five dollars. Five dollars for a freaking newspaper. I threw it back at him. I didn't throw it, it wasn't his fault. I said, no, thanks. for a newspaper. But on the front page, they're talking about hate in Ohio. I'm going to try to get a copy of this tomorrow. Maybe we can get into a little bit more. Hate Ohio is the heartbeat of hate. Heartbeat of hate. And who do you suppose is listed? A numero uno hate group. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Past the Salt Ministries in Thornville, Ohio. Number one. (laughs) It's amazing. But I'm in good company. I'm in there with Linda Harvey, Mission America. They mentioned her. I'm in there with Pete LaBarbera. Uh, oh, oh, Pete, I wish I could remember the name. You were. I'm sorry, real quick. It'll come It'll come to me. Pete's against homosexuality. See, if you oppose homosexuality, you're hate, right? If they want to cut off a boy's dinger, that's <clears throat> This is how screwed up we are in the good old United States of America. So anybody out there who got the Columbus dog patch yesterday, you want to save that article for me? Front page, folks. Front page, Pass Assault Ministries, Thornville, Ohio, and of course, what are what are they doing? Well, we know they the Southern Poverty Law Center. We know who they are, right? SPLS—they're the one who put out the hate group map. Oh my goodness, what a crazy, crazy! Hey, I got a great show for you today. Um, Luke and Landon are going to join. We're we're going to talk to some real live rescuers, traffic. Uh, child trafficking satanic richly abused people today. Luke and Landon are gonna join us here in just a second if I shut up. They are uh they are proteges, if that's a proper word, of our dear friend Russ Rush uh, get my brain here. Rush. is Dizdar. And uh you, you uh, they're gonna open your eyes here this morning. Before I get in there too deep, I want to thank uh Paul that thing says benefit real quick. This is just for people might be right, live here really close. Ruby came by yesterday, first uh, this weekend, first time I'd ever met Ruby. And she just lives over the hill, but over the other hill, they're having a poker run. Uh to try to raise money for Kevin's.
3: poker Lady Boys. And, uh,
0: well, it's the same thing. So you guys always come in here and you try to you try to get in here and get your own get your own audience. It doesn't work that way, dude. Anyway, poker run, uh 29th to try to raise some money for uh Kevin's house as a homeless veteran recovery center currently being built in Fraser's Burgo House. So there's a fundraiser there. Uh, I'll try to stick out in the chat. I don't know if we can do that or not. So thanks. Thanks you for coming by. And I'll try to mention that later on this week. And then don't forget also this week is a, a, go ye therefore, go there for conference. I think I put that out there didn't I? Yeah. Click on that thing real quick. Great crowd going to be there. Spoke to LA Marzulli uh, yesterday. He's going to be there. Michael Lake. Are you kidding me? Michael Lake's going to be there. Are you kidding me? Huh? Great, great. Put the views, click on view schedule real quick. I'm, I'm tipping the thing off first thing on uh, Friday. at uh, What time does that say? Welcome starts at, uh, Coach Dave goes at 150. Great crowd, great thing. So those of you that aren't going, Vicky Jean Anderson, Sharon Der- Derrick, Derek Gilbert. I'm reading off of it. Greg Reed. What a crowd, Randy Conway, David Hevener. Man, oh man, oh man. Sherry Tenpenny, come on. Wow. See y'all there. See, those of you can make it. There, we finally got around to it. Dr. Mike Spaulding. By the way, thanks for praying for Mike's wife last week. Um, I don't have a whole lot of details, but she's better. Thanks for praying for for uh, Mark Mattingly. Mark was in the hospital. Uh, you know, Mark's waiting a kidney transplant and uh, he's having some real diabetes issues. His blood sugar dropped almost really bad. So continue to pray for for Mark. And everything that's going on, folks, look, we are sitting, we're sitting, I said to my wife, we're sitting on a freaking time bomb here in the good old US of A. The reason we're sitting on such a time bomb is because there is so much, nothing hidden that will not be revealed, nothing hidden. And the left is so far gone. I got so many good things I could share with you today. Patrick Byrne, I don't know if you saw that. Patrick Byrne, the the overstock.com guy, part of the Trump thing. Boy, did he lay out on Alex Jones the other day? How the oh my goodness, you got it. You got to see it. Mike Pence. They had, they had it all planned out on what Jan, Those of us who went to January sixth, they had it all planned out what was going to happen. Uh, General Flynn, Trump wasn't even going to speak really. General Flynn was going to speak. They had two experts that were going to speak. Byrne was on the inside of the planning of the January twenty sixth event. It was going to be uh, Flynn was going to speak, and then. Uh, two experts and somebody else—I can't remember who, who it was—and uh, what do you suppose happened? Mike Pence got somehow got in charge of it. That's right, Patrick Byrne—he'll tell you that Mike Pence got in charge of it. And when Mike Pence got in charge of it, everything changed. And that Mike Pence was at the heart of this January 6th fake insurrection. It's, it's fascinating. The information that is about to come out—it's true. And folks, stuff we're going to see is just, I'm telling you, you are not going to be able to believe it, okay? You're just not going to be able to believe it. And uh, you know me, it's been it has been a weekend, so I've been hanging out by myself, and my wife, my poor wife trying to put up with me, by, by myself for a week, and I'm just bursting with a million different things I want to, want to share with you. But I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to get uh, Luke and Landon in here, who, by the way, uh, as I said, they have picked up where uh the late russ disdar left off and uh child trafficking you know we all watched uh, the tim ballard uh um uh, jim caviezel and all the argument whether the good guys are bad guys whether they're tied to the vatican or tied to the mormon church or where's the money gone hey, where does your money go when you go when you go to walmart you might know where the money goes when you go to walmart Anybody know where your money goes when you go to Disney? Anybody know where your money goes when you go to McDonald's? Anybody know where your money goes? Come on! Come on! <laughs> They're everywhere, man. They're everywhere. Oh my goodness, my goodness. What a time to be alive. I got I got so much good stuff today. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna let Luke come in here. Uh I really love Luke. I really love Landon. I appreciate what they do. And well, uh Coach, you know, we- you know, what's really good about Luke and Landon is they're young guys, right? Old guys like me, 70-year-old guys like us are, good, like, tipping over cows. You know, we're kind of running out of our energy, and it's good to know that we're handing off to some younger guys. So let me shut up and get out of the way. And Luke, Landon, come on in, brothers, and tell us what the heck's going on.
4: Well, thank thanks for having us, Coach. And we appreciate you and uh, your willingness to, to stand in the gap and stand for truth. So uh, we know we can always count on you. And I – I enjoy listening to you cuz you you light a fire underneath my tail on a daily basis so That's good uh, I appreciate it.
0: Amen. So
4: so uh what's
0: I, I don't know where to start this Ryan and you can bring I'll let you be the uh, uh, Luke I'll, I'll let you be the director here as, as we bring it in here as you bring Landon in. Just talk a, a little bit because you you saw the movie. First of all, your reaction to the movie. Was it realistic? Is this really what goes on what's your take?
4: Yeah, I mean I, I was I was happy that it's it's getting the play it is and I think we all should just for the exposure piece of it, right? Cuz
0: you, cause you do this stuff, right, Ryan? You guys do this. I kind of Yeah.
4: Absolutely. <laughs> and I mean obviously that's that's on an international um, you know, scale. Uh, Landon has a good bit of experience in that cuz he runs Save Them as well, which uh is out of based out of South Africa and he's been rolling with us probably for about 6 years doing stuff here in the US. Um, so I'll let him chime in on specific things, um, you know, when it comes to internationally. Um, but yeah, I mean, the movie was, again, just for the exposure piece. You know, Christians should be happy about that—the fact that uh, the movie was able to get out. Right? It's obviously um, done very, very well. So you know, people are are interested in, you know, finding out what's going on, and you know, this trafficking thing i don't think it's lost on anybody here how huge it is in america not just across the world but in america so um i mean we're, so ryan, we're, that,
0: that was one that was one of the things that i thought was that i didn't like about the movie just a second dave allison i'll get you right in my brain just clicked in that was one of the uh that was one of the issues that i had with the movie ryan is or <laughs> luke they made it look like it was just overseas or down in, in south america or down in central america when in fact it's going on right here in the Columbus Ohio area ah uh, stop right My i mean wife we're, the, me. My wife I mean, we're the we're
4: the biggest consumer of it um and unfortunately it's gone rampant and we can we can back into why and obviously that's pornography and and all that stuff coming forward and it's it's uh it's coming to roost now because of that um but i think we should all be thankful i mean i get it that there's some there's some things that hey i'm not sure about the mormons and who who funded it um but as far as supporting the movie and and letting know that movies like this can make it and do well i, I we definitely appreciate it and we appreciate the exposure of what's going on you know i mean if if you're hesitant and who people are well then you don't have to support them outside of going to watch the movie i get it supporting then, people you know people um, that you
0: know are doing stuff that's I, it and so uh, luke just hang on here a second because i was supposed to talk like dave allison come in and talk about an event they're having in Detroit, because this all connects together, folks. We're trying to wake up people everywhere we go. Dave, I'm sorry I dropped the ball. Come on, what's going on up there in, in Detroit?
5: Oh, hey, Coach, no problem. I, uh, whenever it's good, but, hey, we're going to have a huddle up in Michigan. Um, the cutoff hey, is 15. 15- up
0: that on the screen there, Jonathan. You can throw up my schedule on the screen, please? Yeah, it's going to be
5: Labor Day weekend, September 1st. Uh, the cutoff is 1,500 people. We still have a couple open slots, so hurry up and jump on those. um <laughs> So uh, the Texas Terminator is going to be there doing some training, and so you're not going to want to miss that. And uh, so obviously check it out on the coach's website at events, uh, you know. Uh, and we're welcoming folks to come. It's going to be a great time of fellowship. So we're looking forward to having folks come.
0: Amen, amen. Thanks, Dave. And 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 there's a Reunite America up there in the Detroit area on August 11th that I get the opportunity to be part of. And I believe Patrick Byrne. They just announced Patrick Byrne and Jim Caviezel are part of it. Now, I don't know whether it's going to be streamed. I don't know how that's going to work. So sorry about that. Hey, folks, come on, jump in there. We're trying We're trying to make these huddles regional so it's easy for people to be able to get there. Go ahead, Judah, real quickly.
5: Yeah, I was just going to mention um, I'm originally from Michigan.
0: you don't that. know
5: that. And that state is in much trouble. It is basically under complete communism. Um the people running the, the government up there, uh, DeVos and Van Andel of Amway, are the ones who paid Mike Pence $90 million, mm. and they control the left and the right. So this this event, Reawaken America in Michigan, is very strategic to wake up the people in the state of Michigan because we, the people, are the people who need to be able to go out and educate people about what is happening at the corruption level of election fraud. So, uh, uh, it's going to be a great event. Matter, matter of fact, you know, Past Assault Ministries, those people, everyone, everyone across the state of Michigan. Uh, I'm telling you what, it's going to be a great event uh, going into uh, that into Labor Day too.
0: Amen. Thanks, uh, thanks, Judah. I'm I'm kind of scattered here this morning. Maybe it's shattered. Maybe I'm shattered, Ryan. So let, let's let's get back on topic, or let's get uh, Landon in here uh, and. Uh, What's going on from your perspective there, Landon? I heard you, Michelle. Leave me alone. She says it's Luke. I got it. It's Luke. I got it. That's my 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 multimillion dollar studio, right? That's the type that's the type of communication we have here. Yeah, yeah. All right, honey. Go 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 ahead. Now. Go ahead, Landon.
6: Um, yeah, hey coach. Uh thanks for, for having us on today um just as far as the the movie there uh yeah i mean really i think what's what's very telling is uh the people who have taken the time to criticize it um yeah i mean if you're if you're sitting there criticizing the content of that movie you're you're a pedophile <laughs> there's no <laughs> there's just no doubt about that and and it's really sad to see that that's happened. and, and on the, the christian community side it's everybody just needs to cool it a little bit um you know I, that that unit that uh, homeland security unit that's in the movie um that's that's the exact same unit that we work with in south africa and uh those guys they have a child pornography mission to to end child pornography in southern africa and those are good dudes i mean i i've, I've seen I've seen them. I've been there uh, when they pulled the kids out of the basements of a of a nightclub, and you never seen so many grown men cry. I mean, it's it's a it, it's a hard thing, um, and they just keep doing it. And uh, so, just chill out a little bit on on the criticisms there, because people just need to know this stuff's going on. And um, but there's also good people out there who are trying to do something about it. And uh, the the one thing I would say for people just to know is that we've already touched on the fact that this happens in the states all over the place so don't don't be mistaken this is not an over there problem Uh, the other thing is the movie stops short uh so it ends with a rescue um but the majority of of this fight is actually the child uh restoration which is after the rescue And that is the long tail of discipleship and just helping speak into a child's life and helping restore a soul that's been really broken. And um, so in your area, if you have people who are dealing with, you hear the term safe housing, but it takes many different forms, Uh, just reaching out and helping kids. uh, That's, that's the part that takes years. And that's, that's the part that isn't really touched on in the movie because that little boy and that little girl, they're broken. Yeah, they just,
0: they just didn't go home with daddy and all of a sudden their life is normal, right? No, that's the, the problems beginning. might not show up 10 or 15 years or 20 years later to start to deal with that stuff, right?
6: Right, right. So just just so people know, it's not a quick fix just because they got rescued.
0: It's like PTSD, folks. Can you, imagine, can you imagine what that would be like? And I think of, you know, we have, uh, as you know, we have a lot of little grandbabies running around and I know how, how uh, fragile that little psyche is in a, in a child. And uh, man, oh man, you guys, all, you you people know how it is too, right? You've seen your children be ruined by the wrong word from a coach or wrong word from a friend or a rejection from somebody else and how a, a child maybe deals with that for years and years and years, even into adulthood if they never even really get over it. So I, I guess I really don't know how to, to expose this, uh, Luke, other than to well, say coach, this coach, stuff coach, is real. Coach. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, just on on that note, and that's the one thing that, you know, we always you know respected and obviously loved Russ enough to to get involved at some point is, you know, we do it a little different than everybody else. Is we we try to we're victim based in the in the fact that you know we we try to hit the whole the whole piece there. I mean, there's people who do victim care and they do it great. But they're never going to look into and do the investigation of peace and try to bring justice and work with law enforcement. And then you got guys who, you know, just only do the rescue stuff. And, of course, they get a lot of, um, you know, publicity just for for doing that piece with law enforcement. But, you know, what happens to those kids after the rescue is, is a big deal. So, um, you know, really trying to do the, the, the full measure there of caring about the victim enough one to to rescue or save them or get them out of what we're doing. Um, and then on the back end the healing piece and you know when it comes to uh, opportunities for for minors to to get into safe houses it's it's way way under under managed and understaffed and there's not enough facilities um, because it's expensive and that's that's one of the major parts where the church needs to get involved is, one, we need to equip the church on how to do it, and then we need to get behind the ability to be able to um, to heal. I mean, obviously, there's the deliverance piece, and sometimes when you get into uglier stuff, there's DID and you know multiple personal you know, splits and. And altars in there, and it's a little bit of a longer a longer game to get those kind of people involved. But uh, you know, Landon hit it. It's like you can't just rescue a kid and then give him back to the state and expect everything to to be hunky dory and them to get back to life. Um, they look. They, is,
0: is there is there Satanism at the heart of this?
4: Absolutely, and and that's really how we've got involved with it is because you know what work Russ has done for years. I mean, we work in the Occult and the cult crimes and that's how we get merged into just general counter, you know, child trafficking is because these jokers are the are are, are playing a big role in it. I mean, obviously, there's lots of of uh, you know tears to trafficking from you know local to to family to you know. Obviously, you've talked about it before on on different shows. You know, you got CPS and you got the cartels, which our government united states government especially some of these um different levels of it i mean we're directly involved in the other side of what the cartels are doing to be able to traffic kids i mean they run the border um i mean we're, we're paying to have kids uh you know linked up to to these you know so-called um you know I mean, a lot of times you know saying they're family members or um mentors or sponsors or whatever they call them. Um, and, and we're actually paying for it. Our tax dollars are paying for it. I mean, there was a big exposure, obviously, a couple months ago when, you know, before the, before the Senate, when, when they, uh, or the Congress, when they were exposing that, you know, last year alone, I think it was 285,000 miners in a company miners came across the border. And there were, um, you know, 85 that are, 85,000 that they don't even know where they are. And we paid for them to be sent to um, someone that claimed that, you know, they were relative or whatever, which we know that's not true. Um, and our government's doing it. I mean, on our tax dollar. Um, Luke, I, I, is,
0: I remember one of the things that uh, really when I got first got to know Ross and really first got to see you, know, you guys know what you were doing and Tom Dunn and all that. The reality of it is uh, the Luciferians, call them whatever you want to, the Satanists. Uh, they're sitting as as judges, literally judges in courts, right? Child protective services, police sheriffs, these kinds of, the ones who are guarding the hen house sometimes are the worst. Would you agree with that, Ryan?
4: Absolutely, because they they try to put themselves in positions where they have, you know, some control and they can move. I mean, we've had, you know, not to get any specific cases, cases, but, um, I mean, we're talking you know, music ministers and pastors and lawyers and judges and obviously sinners and high, high to do businessmen. I mean, they try to put themselves in positions, um, to be able to access kids. And you're right. I mean, it, it ultimately comes back down to that, uh, Ephesians six biblical worldview as we wrestle not against flesh and blood against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Um, you know, they're, they're driven by the demonic to do what they do. They want to destroy the innocent, um, you know, plays into obviously the abortion scene. But as far as, you know, this child sex trafficking, and obviously, even the darker stuff when it comes to, you know, ritual abuse. Um, I mean, it's really ugly and really dark. And um, I know you, you, you punch this out a lot, you know, we need to be a little bit more on the offensive than just yeah. defensive. When we think about spiritual warfare, even um, a lot of times it's kind of like, okay, we feel like we're under attack. So we need to make sure we have our armor on and we want to fight off what's going on. Instead of actually looking at it as we need to be going after these guys, we need to, you know, on, on the, you know, we need to be praying. Obviously those intercessory prayers that I've heard you talk about before, but you know, it's being exposed of who they are. Um, And we're talking about these high places, you know, we're the ones with the power and authority. People look at these, you know, Satanists and the people doing all these rituals. Do they gain power from it? Yes. Do they gain demonic power from that? (laughs) Yes. They're they're trying to (laughs) dial that phone number because they want to invoke and they want to be embodied by this this spiritual force. Um, But we're the ones with the real power and authority. Right. We're the ones that they should fear. What Um, what does that
6: look
0: like, uh, Luke, uh, going on the offense? What does what do you mean when you say that?
4: Well, and let me just in and, and really even even this summer with a lot of our, our cases that are that are that are blowing up, um, the Lord's just I mean, he's shown me specifically um that a lot of times even I look at spiritual warfare and I and I and I do it in the context of the Bible, which we should use, but why did they use swords and and shields and armor in the bible because that was the modern day warfare right i mean that was the modern day of what was going on and uh, i think we need to we're allowed to even think outside the box like i mean let's let's bring spiritual warfare up into the to to uh, you know 2023 um when i'm i'm praying against stuff um you know i don't have to just only use you know i mean let's 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 uh, let's drop some bombs and set some charges and uh let's use some artillery and some, and some uh, firepower from the air. Like, I mean, we can pray those things. Um, and, you know, we're asked, you know, ask the Lord to send the warring angels out to destroy no. what they're doing. And we want to put those guys working defense because they've never had to to look at it as they're defending their spiritual power when they're getting bombarded from believers who have power and authority. And we're we're his body here on on earth. Where's his hands? Hey, Luke, Are his feet- it, was like,
0: it was like this yesterday. My, uh, somebody... Read the article in the Columbus Dispatch that I referenced about me. And they said, Oh, coach, they're coming after you now. They're going to come after you. And you know what? My initial reaction was, What? What? Let's go after them. Why am I always on the defensive, worried about what the enemy's going to do, right? So I stand up and it becomes whack a mole. They smack me on my head and I I go hide and I don't fight anymore. That ain't much of a warrior, right? Come on, man. We got to stand up and they're still, they're still. Abortion is illegal, no constitutional right to an abortion, and they're murdering babies like the Supreme Court never ruled. Landon, come in from your perspective, and then I want to yeah. open it up because I know these people have questions that are probably a lot better than what I can ask. Go ahead, Landon.
6: Yeah, one of the one of the things on the offensive side that we've gotten a lot of traction with is, is helping our authority partners and uh, even different ministries, just anybody involved, to help understand that there's an expanded there's an expanded criminal footprint here, uh, which is not just the cartels and the organized crime, uh, which is that's a money-making business, sure, but that's not all of trafficking. And uh, we've been bucketing that into traditional and non-traditional trafficking. And because the authorities, like when I've worked with the U.S. Marshals, they they specifically wanted to know about non-traditional trafficking, which is the cults, the occult, all these different things where kids are being used for sexual and sacrificial purposes, um, and, but it's not for money. It's, it's to worship false gods and, and all these kinds of things. But the authorities do care about stopping that. They just don't know how to see it and they don't know how to undo it. Mm. So we, we do spend some practical time helping them know how to find it and then how to be able to use evidentiary processes to make it illegal to be a Satanist.
0: But Landon, they're, they're grooming us right in yeah. front of us at our libraries, I know. Our schools, right? I know,
6: I know. And, that, and, and it speaks to the why. So when you get guys seeing the why behind all these things, they see that actually that's pedophilia grooming. And that the end state of that is that child's going to get raped. So when they can see that value chain, now they start to understand why people should stop things such as the grooming activity. So, so that is so useful.
0: Landon and Luke, uh, look, I, I interrupt for a living, right? <laughs> we're, we're finding out now it's through infiltration. We're finding these guys in particular have infiltrated church youth pastors, right? They get in there, they strategically go after these positions where they can earn the trust of parents, and then uh, all hell begins to break. loose. So let me show you a video real quick, and then I'll. Going to open it up here. Ted Gunderson, pull that up there, folks. Remember, Ted Gunderson used to be head of the uh, CIA, I think it was the FBI. This is this clip's a little bit old, but this is uh, this child trafficking stuff has exploded beyond what we can even imagine. Ted, former FBI chief, whistleblower Ted Gunderson, estimated two uh, two thousand five hundred. Go ahead, play it.
7: Estimated two thousand five hundred children are kidnapped and murdered in this country every year. 1979! For the most part, are oblivious to what's really going on behind the scenes. I retired from the FBI March 1979. At that time, I was in charge of the FBI Los Angeles Division. I had more than 700 personnel under my command. And in that particular instance, they were taking children out of foster homes, orphanages, um, Boys Town, these are two, three, and four-year-old children before they entered kindergarten. In addition, the children claimed that they were flown into the mountains where they were involved with adults in robes, black robes, chanting, candles. They talked about the brown babies who were sacri- who were cut up, actually sacrificed, and flying them to Washington D.C. for sex orgies with prominent people, including congressmen, senators, and certain people in the White House. And the reason the congressmen and the senators vote for these stupid bills is because they've been many of them have been set up and framed through sex and drugs. It is estimated. What do you think? What do
0: you think, Luke? What's your response to that?
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, Ted did a lot of work and especially after his retirement, diving into some of these things that were, quote, you know, debunked and uh, come to find out, you know, he does his research. And sometimes he was getting, um, you know, different archaeologists and stuff, basically proving that a lot of, of what he that he said and a lot of what came out, you know, back in the 70s and 80s that was supposedly just, uh, you know, this panic um, was actually really true. And, you know, it. It, it has exploded way beyond probably he, he can imagine now because people just, you know, just it's, it's too fantastic. So it's yeah, easier just, we to, can't believe just it, right? to look the other way.
0: Pizzagate, Comet, ping pong. We don't want to believe all that stuff is going on. Right. But I think he hit on something that's really, really crucial. Uh, why won't our elected officials speak out against it? It's because they're compromised. Maybe not right. with sex, but compromised with something. So they know that if they if they blow the whistle, uh, they're going to be blowing the whistle on them. Landon, your thoughts, and then I'm going to bring in Joe Allen then Laura. Go ahead, Landon.
6: Well, I think, I think the important thing with stuff like this is not just to hear about it and know about it. Uh, just like with the whole sex trafficking thing, it's it's what are you going to do about it? And locally, when you start to see these things, um, there are mechanisms uh, where if you if you know trusted people, and you need to find trusted people, don't just talk about the fact that everybody is corrupt and whatever. That's not true. And you need to go find the people in your local uh, authorities, police, whatever, who you know, who you can trust. And then when you see something, like you see a guy, some six foot dude walking with some little kid across the street in the park, and you know, that's not right. You call that guy and you let him know. And so they can get over there and do a well check and make sure that kid's OK. And if it's if the kid's OK, then he's OK. But you need to figure this out locally so that you can figure out who to talk to. Don't believe that everybody's corrupt that is not true uh, you've so, got to to do something
0: look from a spiritual standpoint and again i'll get joe i'll get you in here joe uh what motivates is it money that motivates these people to do this is that what it's about luke they just want to make money is there something deeper and darker going on
4: there's definitely something deeper and darker you know i mean we're supposed to be driven by the holy spirit they're driven by the demonic lust i mean wow. they and that's why. They're they're never satisfied and they're always going to keep pushing forward and wanting more and taking more. And we're the only ones that are equipped to really stand up against it. And the fact that we've been non-existent, look at it, is why they're just running roughshod. Because they literally are driven by the demonic
0: Mm -hmm. lust
4: of, 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 yeah, sure, they want money and power. But they want to defame little ones and they have that lust of twisted, perverted hmm. sex. And every, every nation from the beginning of time, when they are, know they choose to turn from God, you get sexual perversion and child sacrifice.
0: Wow. Joe Allen, come on in, Joe. Nice to see you, Luke,
1: and Landon. I've uh, met you guys before with Russ Dizdar and, and uh, Hagman. Yep. But uh, there's the resource that, that I help and I, I deal with out of Oklahoma. And I don't know if you're aware of Bear Independence. He has a Caleb house where he he brings in rescued uh, children. And I don't know if you ever do anything out of Oklahoma, but he's a good resource uh, over there. He houses uh, wayward children that have been uh, sexually abused and abducted. So uh,
4: Okay, yeah, good to know. Yeah, so that's what we try to do. We try to link up with trusted, trusted partners because we can't do it all. We don't know everything, but uh, yeah, you know so we do he... have a good bit of experience.
0: Folks, so, look, 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 the enemy's after the seed. We know this from we know this in Genesis, right? We put enmity between the seed of the serpent, the devil has kids, and the seed of the woman. We know that. So scripture tells us this, right? So if we look at the attack on our children. Just open your eyes and see the multifaceted attack on our children. They took Christianity out of the schools, Bible reading out of schools, any mention of Christ out of the schools. They're bringing in transgenderism, homosex, all type of of, uh, uh, demonic activities going on. Why? Because they're after the kids. They are killing pre-born children as part of this whole demonic attack on the seed of the woman. Until we understand the bigger picture, we're not going to understand how deep and dark this whole thing is. Laura Ann.
2: Okay. Y'all know the subject with me. Do you you guys know Chris Baker from Inc. 180 who who removes um, branding tattoos and does cover-ups on them? I, I don't know him personally, but go ahead. Okay, he's a friend of mine. And um, and I live in Illinois, and he he's his shop is Inc. 180, which is in Oswego, Illinois. And Chris goes for the folks that don't know. Chris goes around the country, and um, t- and educates the community and churches because the churches don't want to talk about it. If they don't want to talk about a God at home, and they're not opening up their Bibles at home with their kids, and and exposing the, these false pastors who are who are wolves in sheep's clothing and um preaching a demonic gospel um they're not going to sit down and talk about this is how i need you to be aware in church we've got two huge churches here in the in the chicago area it was harvest and bill hybels with um with willow creek they all fell apart my dad the piece of advice that my dad told me was was keep an eye on hope you don't know who's around there because he did and you've got pedophiles who are teaching Sunday schools in these larger churches because they're protecting them because, quote, unquote, and I know this from personal, personal testimony. They will protect the pedophile before they protect your child because, quote, yeah. unquote, this is what they hide behind. Well, they need to hear the gospel, too, because they need to be reformed. You need to keep an eye on your child. Well, since when? What? what where are the sheepdogs? Where are the sheepdogs in the church? And like Chris Baker He's like this guy is literally he's falling apart because he's watching these kids who've been branded. These 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 sick individuals are branding these kids and then they put trackers in them that are that are microchips. Those microchips are trackers and follow them so all so all their so all their traffickers know where they're at. And when you live in a sanctuary city, and if you guys want to elaborate on this, you live in a sanctuary state like I do. The pedophiles are protected. So when they dump them from the border, they can dump them anywhere in your state and the police can't do anything because their hands are tied because these, these kids are so traumatized when they're in the back of these, um, when they're hauled like, um, like parts of, for uh, a heater or an air conditioner, they won't speak to the um, police officers so they can't detain them because we're a sanctuary state. And I've been trying for two years to have a, an education conference here in Illinois on how to traffic, how to stop the trafficking, how to educate the church. On this is what you look for in the church, at home, on your street. And you need to open your mouth and say something. But if you can't open your mouth and pray and intercede for your own kids, where well, this should start in the church and you should be so angry that Satan has taken your church, taken your God and blasphemed him from the pulpit and do something about it. Stand up and pray and fight.
0: Let me, let me throw this out there real quick, Laura, Laura Ann. I can tell you feel it. And uh, Luke, I'll give you a chance to respond. Friends, one of the uh, emissaries of hell uh, had to be the person who first came up with the idea of children's church. Children's church. Folks, listen. It's the job of the father and the mother to train the children spiritually. And whoever came up with the idea of separating children from their parents in the worship service, that person ought to be taken out and flogged. And now we find out that, uh, like, our uh, our daughter, <coughs> my granddaughter, our granddaughter is part of a youth group. And, you know, uh, you know what's in youth groups, folks? It's just a bunch of unsaved kids in youth groups. They call it youth groups. Christian youth group, and we have to be very, very careful who we put our children under the influence of. And the groomers loved the volunteer as youth ministry leaders in churches. And parents go into their church, happy to be in the church, go in and sit in the pew and listen to the pastor give a message while somebody else is teaching their children about Christ. Folks, we got to wake up to what's going on. Luke, Landon, response to all of that. Then, then play. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'll jump in on that. I mean, as far as just the churches, I mean, every every one of us in here, you know, if if we're attending a church or just have some small group friends, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes you've really got to just slowly try to get people involved. But I mean, maybe you can get just a handful of people that are willing to pray against what's happening to our children and then you can slowly give them some information and maybe then that can grow i mean challenge the people who are you know supposedly be these spiritual people in your church to you know what are we doing to at least pray against it a lot of notice times,
0: folks notice change of behavior Notice change of behavior. You can homeschool your children. You can do whatever. Look, folks, infiltration is everywhere. You don't know what homeschooler has got hooked on porn. You don't know what homes, homeschool- you don't know what's going on whenever you put your children in an environment outside of your home. You have no idea what's going on. And some of the greatest grooming and child trafficking is happening in those type of environments. That's my take. What do you think, Landon?
6: Yeah, I've I've got two quick things. I just want to say thanks to Lauren for uh, I think that was her name, right? Um, for mentioning Ink One Eighty. I I had a safe house request just last week, uh, for tattoo removal and cover up. Um, every single one, this tattooing deal is a is a big deal, and um, you saw in the movie how that little girl was branded. That is so. That is beyond real, guys. That is, that's the way it works. So tattoo removal. A lot of times, people think, oh. I got saved. I need to get away from the tattoo scene. Actually, no, if you would uh, take your tattooing expertise and use it for Christ's good and help people who want to get rid of that nonsense, then actually that's a blessing to people's lives. So I'm going to actually see if I can contact them. But the other thing is our country is pagan. And you've got to understand that when, when these guys are coming and you've got somebody infiltrating your worship team, he's on assignment from the occult. Like that is... It is part of their job to infiltrate your church, so don't be surprised when it happens, and understand the battle because we are becoming increasingly a minority in a pagan land, and so we got to think Book of Acts here, guys, and that's where we're at. I I look, I, I put a
0: Facebook meme up there, and I got more reaction off this Facebook meme. I said this: I'm old enough to remember when only trashy people had tattoos. Anybody else remember that other than me? Anybody remember? And then, of course, people get mad. Oh, you're calling people trashy? No, you're not listening to what I said. I remember the day when only trashy people had tattoos. Randy Fouch, I remember a guy I grew up with. Anybody with me on that? Right? And we don't understand it. And so you walk into the church. Hey, look. Some of us are post-tattoo. I don't have any tattoos. But you get saved, you got your tattoo, right? Okay, I get it. But folks, would that be a subject to talk about in the church? Stop tattooing yourself. Stop doing that, right? No, we, we we won't take on any of these issues. Uh Roger, come hey, on. Amen. Thank you.
3: I wouldn't mind the uh, guest today spending 10 minutes on the danger of government schools on this whole
1: issue.
0: Okay, <laughs> we'll get we'll see what he has to say. Let me get Clay in here real quick. Go ahead, Clay.
3: Well, thank you, men, for your for being actively in this fight. Uh if others want to be actively involved, other than just praying and making a a phone call tip to law enforcement y'all spoke about being involved with law enforcement how how can we connect with our local law enforcement and actually have boots on the ground uh participation in this fight
0: great question clay now luke and landon take those two-part questions number one how do we get involved number two uh roger said we need a little bit of coaching one of you go ahead
6: I'll just talk about quickly about uh, getting involved with local law enforcement. Uh, You got to talk to people. So I this week, this week I was, I was um, visiting a VBS it was a a VBS uh, environment. And um, there was a local sheriff there and he, he was sitting there and he was, had been pulled in on duty to watch the VBS. I went up and I talked to the guy and we struck up a conversation, got to know each other a little bit. It turns out, When he found out what I did, he said that he and his brother had just formed a nonprofit because they're going to try to get people more aware about child sex trafficking because nobody knows what's going on. And he, as a local sheriff's deputy, doesn't know how to get the word out. And he doesn't know how to get people to wake up. So now that's just because I talked to the guy and we made a connection and we'll try to do something locally to help get people involved and get eyes on the street. But You have to talk to people. You have to get to know people. You can't assume that everybody out there is against you. There are Christians in government who are trying to fight from within. You have to find them, but you're not going to find them by guessing. You got to go seek them out.
0: Great point. Boy, That that's a great point. Landon. Luke, your take. Well, yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, we try to
4: reach out all the time to, to people that that we know. And obviously, um, yeah, sure. Are we cautious sometimes about who we reach out to? I mean, yeah, you got to be. I mean, that's where trying to be discerning and sure if you know someone's a believer then i mean i feel like you should almost put them to the test it's like okay what are what are we doing about this how do you see this what is going on and what are we doing about it you know are you having a hard time you know pushing this forward in 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 your um you know jurisdiction or whatever and you know just like you know the sheriff the sheriff of your town is the most the most powerful guy if you can get home on on board and uh at least have the conversation and look that's part of what this movie did at least open the door for a conversation yeah. where you go up and say, look, I see this. I've heard it's gone on everywhere. What do you say? And, and just start, start the conversation.
0: Uh, Roger, go ahead and ask your question again. I think you got kind of lost in the shuffle. I,
1: I was just wondering uh, what role government schools and your students and your children going to those schools plays in the whole ch- child
6: trafficking.
1: Wow. I.e., Is there ever recruitment from a student to another person
3: to get involved in this stuff.
6: Absolutely. Well,
4: yeah, just like they, you know, they would use, and again, it could happen in, just like Coach was saying earlier, in your church, just as easy, it could happen in the public school. I mean, obviously, if you've got, you know, bad players and wicked people that are teachers at the school or administrators at the school or whatever, I mean, they're looking for vulnerable kids. It goes we back to- We know we know,
0: Luke, we know this. They have infiltrated the educational system, no doubt about it.
4: Yep, on, they're, they're on looking- assignment. They're looking for fatherless homes, kids that are rebellious, and um, they're, they're looking for the easy targets. They're not looking for, you know, a family that, that's got a solid father that, you know, watches where his kids are or whatever else. I mean, they're looking for the easy target because, I mean, again, they can groom them. and. They folks, why do, you th- why do you think the
0: pretty- left is pushing so hard for the schools to not have to notify parents? What do you think's going <laughs> on there, folks? Come on. Come on, Landon, your thoughts.
6: Yeah, institutionally that's true. Um, but I think the point about the enemy targeting the vulnerable is the more important point because um it can be any any structured institution, any, any school, any sports team, it all of them have that vulnerable kid who's easily seen as being a little bit on the outside, and that's they're so easily targeted. So don't be mistaken, the drug problem at your local public school is also mirrored in the local christian school and just because your kids at a christian school doesn't mean he gets a free pass on this this threat um and they do the the enemy sends in moles they send in kids specifically through the drug trade who will then find other kids to get hooked on drugs and then they get trafficked as a function of, of that relationship
0: bad company ruins good morals dr paul come on in then craig
1: Hey, uh, who has the ultimate authority over trafficking in the world? And
0: when you answer that question, did you know that Interpol actually um, controls the attorney generals in each state? And I'm saying this because I've reported a physician who is raping
1: and, you know, drugging his young male patients. He still practices. I lost my license for five years for reporting it.
0: Cause here's what so here's what goes on though, Doctor Paul. Here's, here's here's the way the game's played. These institutions, when they did... De- look, folks, I was in public education, and I know that I know of teachers who were who were banging girls. But I, I, come on, come on, you're grownups, right? This is 30 years ago, right? And you know what the schools would do? They would just pass them on to another school. They would they, w- they wouldn't report it to the police because why? From a pr standpoint it was crushing to find out that the high school football coach is having a sexual relationship with some 16 or 17 years old they didn't want that word out so they buried it and they hid it and they just moved them on to this dust been going on forever and ever amen craig come on in
3: i just want to say coach uh, you know we got this play thing i'm working on a play thing Talk to you about it, about keeping this in the forefront of people's minds, right? About these key lanyards with, uh, you know, yep. God's aren't for sale in Matthew eighteen six, and of course, what Tammy and Bob are doing with giving us these metal cutouts of children's feet, right? And so, as this gentleman was saying, the we're gonna we're gonna give the we're gonna <laughs> give a, a play that people can replicate in their own local area, that they can help to raise some funds and get and connected with some of the police departments. Now I'll just tell you what happened with me. I was at VBS uh, for my grandkids. And a gentleman said, well, he's the chaplain for the uh, Washington County Sheriff's Department. So I walked up to him and I started talking to him. And I said, hey, I'm doing this here about these lanyards and stuff, about keeping this um, sound of freedom, uh, human trafficking going. I said, I'm willing to give every police officer that wants a free lanyard, says God's children aren't for sale, so he can put it on his cruiser key ring and a clip. And I said, if you're willing to hand them out, and he said he is. So if it's two hundred, anybody, you know, they'll be able to have them. All the police officers will have them to keep it in the forefront of their mind.
0: Amen. Amen. Because uh you know, with all the controversy on whether or not Caviz is a good guy and Mormon, the, the Ballard <clears throat> folks, this expo I said last week, I don't care what or who produced this thing or where the money's going, the question is, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Are we going to become like Luke and like Landon? Are we going to get actively involved? Or See, they've shown us what the devil's doing. Like if I called a plumber and said, uh, hey, my, my shower isn't working. And he said, well, no kidding, dude. you got a broken pipe over here. Okay. I fixed the ding pipe. And so they've told us child trafficking is going on. So we just say, oh, okay, that explains it everything. And then let the pipe continue to drip. So I don't care who did what, who produced what, what their intention was. It's now been laid in our lap. What are we going to do with the information we have? Jeff Klein.
1: Well, Jeff, you know, I've hooked up with Harry here in Central Ohio. Yes. we went and, Mary Jane went and seen that movie again last night for the second time, just to take it all in more. But I'm going to hook Harry... Harry does child trafficking, but so for Luke and Landon here in Ohio, he's been doing about 20 years. He was ex-law enforcement, and he can share. He shares a lot of things with the corruption that you think would be the good guys that usually give him the the raw deal of stopping him from going any further. But here in Central Ohio, with that box truck, 29 kids in a Mm -hmm. box truck that they pulled over, they called law enforcement, tailed it, but they teach people how to the signs of it, surveillance how to kick the doors in. They've done this. We left that movie that night. And he said, I've been to Columbia. I'm like, Oh, and he's old. Harry's 74. So that what ain't he old. Said, what you do? You have to coach. So anyways, what he wants to do is train people. What, how to spot it, what to do, get involved. And now he's ready to go out more and speak to churches and non-church groups. And so I'm going to tie him in with your website. I wrote it down here. ShatterOps.org. So, he'll probably want to contact you guys. Well, I just I you, we got both you, sides you, of it. You Rest give me report.
0: Harry's information, and you guys know
1: to deal with them. That'd be great. You give me Harry's information,
0: and I'll connect him to uh, Luke and Lion. Right. Oh, and
1: he's also putting new flyers together right now, up to date because his are old. So, they're, he's putting together new flyers. Go send me the PDF. I'm going to help him get these printed. And we do need to get a new website up and running for him. So, if I can get with Jared, or whoever will pay to have him get his new website up, but he wants to get going again strong. So that's where we're at here in Ohio.
0: Let me ask you something, friends. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Who needs to be awakened? I'm I'm asking that question. Who, Who do we need to awaken? Pastors. The church. The church. Pastors. We should be unrelenting and our questioning of our church leaders, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Amen. What are they going to do over and over and over again? Because the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And we got to start squeaking a little bit more. We only got about six minutes left. Myra, go. Roger, your hand's still up, but I don't know if you want to come back in. Go ahead,
8: Myra. Yes, coach, thank you. Um appreciate uh Luke's and Landon's testimony. That's so beautiful. And I have um Jonathan, I will be reading uh Psalm seven ten through thirteen. Psalm seven ten through thirteen. My defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. God judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he turn not, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready.
0: God's real goddess, huh? How about that?
8: He hath also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordaineth his arrows against the persecutors. Hallelujah. Thank ah, you. Wow.
0: Amen. That's not the message you're hearing in church, is it? We're telling them how much Jesus loves everybody. He loves everybody. He's just sitting around. He can't wait to send you an old donut in the morning just so you get your day off, going on the right direction, right? Boy, oh boy. We need some we need some we need some work done in our church. We've got about five minutes left here, Luke and Landon. Um what what do we do, dudes? Help us out here. Well, let me
4: just jump on in on um Matt. I'd, I'd love to get connected with, with Harry. Um Tom Dunn may have even mentioned him to me. So yeah, we'd love to connect with him. Um, But like, what can the church do? You know, one, I love it. You know, push on your pastors. What are we going to do? I mean, where can you fit in? It doesn't mean that you got to have a, an assault team to go in and rescue kids. Um, But, you know, making people aware of what's going on. And then just like this truckload of kids, what are happening to those kids? Where are they now? who who is working for their healing. I mean again, they're going to be vulnerable kids again if they're just thrown back into the system. Um, you know, where can we step in as a community or as a church and and fill in this back end of of healing. Um, you know, let's save them to save them in a sense that uh, let's just not let them go just because, you know, we feel good about rescuing. Great. Yes, we're giving them a chance, but uh, that's just the beginning of it. Like, you know, Landon said even at the at the beginning of the show. Amen. They're,
0: they're killing some of these children, aren't they? I mean, some of them are, are being raped and <laughs> mutilated, but some of them they're killing, aren't they? They're most of them.
6: Children. Most most of them, coach. Um, for for every one child we rescue off the street, um, our guesstimate is between seven to ten other kids were pulled into the system and they didn't make it. But the, the ones that we rescue are the ones who made it. And then that's what you got to understand. It's, and, and also that's why you can't just rescue because it's a sucking mechanism. You're pulling one out and many more get pulled in to replace the one. So you have to take down the syndicates at the same time that you're rescuing it. It can't happen in a vacuum. So it makes it very comprehensive uh, of an issue. Um, but yeah, anyways, I'll leave it there.
0: My, my, folks, this is tough to say, but I'm going to say it. Um, most people who molest have been molested. You understand that, don't you folks? That just pulling somebody out of a uh, just pulling them out of an environment does not make them well. Boy, this is a deep this is a deep issue, man. Jack come on in, and A couple minutes left here. Go ahead Lauren. Jack's always on delay.
8: Yeah, as usual.
0: All right. Wait a minute. Go, go ahead Jack. I'm sorry perfect jack's breaking up lauren
2: all right let's lock and load and pray because that's this this is where this starts right yes stand up not on your knees and stand up with your eyes open and pray so let's do it almighty god in the name of jesus i pray that you use these warriors lord god for your good to save these kids to walk into these churches that have been hijacked kidnapped and captured by the government of the United States of America and all across this world, that you will give these men and these women Eyes to see in the wisdom from heaven that will flow from you directly, Jesus Christ, the power of the one and living God that fills them with the power of the Holy Spirit. So when they go up against these demons, Lord God, no weapons will be formed against them. No weapon will prosper against them. They will save these kids. They will not go back into the system that kidnapped them to begin with because the United States government, yes, is trafficking children. And we, Lord God, ask you together as one people, we rise up and ask you to forgive us for the sin of the blood of these children that have been crying out to you that nobody's been listening to. But now we're listening, Lord God. And thank you for the sound of freedom, Lord God, that is awakening people to talk about this issue so these folks can go forward, so Chris Baker can go forward, and that you give them the strength and the courage and you give their spouses and the people that are supporting them at home when they're crying, their battle buddies. the the ability to equip them to do what they do to go out and rescue these kids for the name and the glory of Jesus Christ, the one and true and living God, for holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is to come, because our Father, who is in heaven, holy is your name on earth, in earth, as it is in heaven. Do your thing, Jesus Christ, and rescue these kids and rescue this nation from Satan and his demons, and you put them back in the cages that they belong to and escort them back to hell where they belong to be. And you deal with them, Jesus, the way you know how to deal with them. And thank you for these warriors. And we thank you for the victory. And we thank you for what you're going to do. And we thank you for the victory stories that are going to rise up and that these victims, Lord God, are going to be healed and restored because Jesus, your blood covers them. You covered them in Gethsemane. You're covering these people now. And that when they go out to do battle and war for you, on your behalf, Lord Jesus Christ, they are safe. And Satan cannot come against their minds because their minds are transformed and renewed with every operation that they go on. Because they're rescuing your kids and they're going in in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. It's you to
2: put a millstone around Amen. your neck. Amen. And throw yourself in the
0: deepest part of the ocean. And one of these little ones who believe in me, folks. Defend one of these little ones. God bless you, Luke and Landon, for being with us. Folks, we got to
4: do something. Got to do something. See you tomorrow.